Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. We are very pleased and proud to be part of the Variety Sports Network. And, of course, the show is originating from just the Bradshaw Bourbon Studio. Yeah. I already retweeted Cheers, it, dude. Everyone. Good evening, yeah. Burner. Uh, Good evening. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Uh, Scarps to, had to his, our... like, work holiday party or something tonight. So yeah. Hope... Scarps is going to come know. in full Scarps. Like, yeah, fuck say, you, Johnny. Um, um, we, we've even got Melvin. Melvin is, is fresh Melvin, off the plane, cheers. so to speak. Uh, he, he, this guy's been a, a world uh, uh, tourist, if you will. But uh, Vinny's in, too. So welcome to everybody. Hi, Scarps. Vinny. Scarps may be Atlanta level drunk tonight. Atla- right, right. And he hasn't even stopped at a Circle K yet tonight. How about that? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it, it, it could be pretty, pretty interesting when he gets here. <laughs> uh, as you know, uh, one week ago tonight. Oh, that's fantastic. You like uh, it? The Pittsburgh Steelers uh, dropped their second straight home hey, game Deb. to the New England Patriots, 21-18. And um, in the last seven days since then, uh, I think the only way to describe it is a shit show. Um, we have had everything from guys lazy, uh, guys ripping on each other in the locker room, former players ripping the current team, media members ripping everything, and it is, it's it's on. And I am really fascinated to see what this team does coming out on Saturday against the Indianapolis Colts uh, be, because, it, 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 to me, it's going to speak volumes. But um, welcome in, Ben, Ian, and like I said, uh, Scarps will be along eventually at some point, and boy, I can't wait for that. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, Ian, what is your confidence level? I'm not even going to give you a scale. Just what's your confidence level? This team is going to get to the postseason playoffs. You want to talk about playoffs? (laughs) Thank you. Jim Mora playoffs like zero. This team sucks. Like, and maybe some of it's some regression to the mean, right? They were overperforming early in the year and winning games they probably shouldn't have. Granted, they just lost two games they probably shouldn't have at home, which I'd like to talk about later in the show. Yeah, uh, But yeah, no, th- this team is bad. And there are teams behind them that are actually good that are now getting hot. You know, Denver's gotten a little bit hot and actually looks surprisingly good. Uh, Buffalo is a very good team that's getting hot at the right time. They're going to get past. I don't. It would be a minor miracle if this team gets in the playoffs. I think they get in. So, so right now, as as I have researched it, which has to say researched eh, minimally, they literally could go two and two and still get in. Yeah. Um, and and now some of that's going to break down based on percentages, uh, AFC, because right, right now they're five and four against the AFC, um, yeah. which is decent, decent. But um, there's a couple of teams six and three, I think, uh, against the AFC. But um, that that's the thing. And Ben, are you in any hurry to see this team make the postseason only to get drilled in the first round? Yeah, I want to make the postseason. I, yeah. I don't think there's any reason to – I'm not one of those guys who hopes the team will lose 
to get a better draft position or some stupid yeah, no, shit like that. That's Browns I'm, level. Yeah, that, that exactly. That that's some some Cleveland esque behavior. Now I want them to go as far as they can. I don't think they'll go very far if they get in. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, obviously the quarterback situation is not a good one. Um, the defense has to take a lot of chances to continue to try and make plays, try and make things happen. Also not ideal given the fact that they're pretty talented and you know, some of it is going to come down to luck. Somebody said luck and turnovers earlier freak. Yeah. Freak. And, and he's right. And and the Steelers were winning by virtue of, of winning the the turnover differential for Mm -hmm. much of the Mm -hmm. year. And they don't have that guy at quarterback anymore. Who's not going to turn the ball over. They got a guy now who's going to throw off his back and foot take, and take some chances. Well, yeah, I mean, sometimes, I mean, Mitch, Mitch has a lot of physical ability. You got to give him props. I mean, he can run. He's a threat to run. He's got a nice arm. He's got all that. His problem is his decision making. And it isn't always good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, he's trying to, to play the game like, like he's still a superstar in college. He was never a superstar in the NFL. Well, and my next question was going to be, what's your confidence level that Mitch Trubisky can quarterback this team into the postseason? I mean, that might be actually Slim. less, yeah, less Slim. for me than than the team actually making it. But I mean, um, let's just say hypothetically, I mean, yeah. I, I think they should have put Kenny on IR and used his roster spot because he's going to be out for a month anyway. But, yeah, they said four weeks right off the bat. Yeah. So let's just say hypothetically, he comes back. Hi, Jen. He comes back for the week 18 game versus the Rats. Mm-hmm. And the Ravens bench all their starters because they've got their their uh, position sewn up. Nice right. hat, Scarps. Not as nice as mine, but. No, no um, Here's a guy that's Bedrigget's is noon. Oh, sweet. <laughs> sweet. It is an Atlanta circle, circle K Scarps is in the house, baby. No, he's got a yingling there. Uh, what the fuck was I saying? Okay, so let's just say hypothetically, the Steelers start Kenny, yeah, try and get him a tune-up game before the playoffs because mm-hmm. he's their starter, whatever, right? And the Ravens bench all their players, and somehow the Steelers eke out a win week eighteen, and we go into the playoffs rolling. Steelers Nation is psyched up because the Steelers just won. And, of course, when the Steelers win, it's Super Bowl or bust. And if they lose, it's doom or fucking gloom. Fire everyone. Art Rooney should sell the team. He sucks, too. Cut -hmm. all the players. Mm -hmm. Trade all the guys that have got expensive contracts. Blah, 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 blah. You know, doom and gloom or or Super Bowl or bust. Uh, Everything is cheery. So let's just say that happens. We we roll into the playoffs. Right. How is Kenny going to perform after being out for a month and then having one little tune-up game? I mean, I, I don't have a great deal of of uh, of confidence. I, I haven't had a great deal of confidence in Kenny all season. That's not going to improve things. No. No, I, I'm i in the same position. I, 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 I really am starting to think more along the lines of what you just said. They, they probably should have IR'd him. And and just left it at that and said, okay, all right, let's just roll with Mitch the rest of the year. Uh, I don't know about that. I I, I, I mean, I, there's there's really there's no. As Scarps likes to put it, and I I hate agreeing with him, but he says we have three backup quarterbacks, and we have yeah JV level coaching on offense. 
<laughs> and I, I tend to agree with that. I mean, I, I look at fuck Thank you, you Benjamin. And I look at the effort the wide receivers are putting in and the skill level that the offensive line has and the inability of those coaches to mesh what they've got to the scheme that they're putting on the field. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck? I just saw a street well, the biggest strip of the same look, there, There's a <laughs> comment, man. Oh, <laughs> well, it's awesome. There's a tremendous amount to get into here uh, with with this team. I wish this hat was musical. That would make it even better. Yeah, like Renegade. Uh, I would like to Renegade. welcome Scarps in. Um, and and Scarps has um, been been at an office party since sometime I don't know Wednesday. Scarps uh, should have this hat on. Is what he should have. He really should. He really should. <laughs> Uh, Scarps, what's your confidence level? The Pittsburgh Steelers will make the postseason. Um, as I said last week, and Casey has become Barry White. Um, as I said last week, I really don't know if they're going to make the postseason. Um, but I will say this if they lose this weekend, that is not, not good. And even more so for the playoffs hopes. Playoff hopes. If they lose this weekend, I think that is just such a. It's just such a. I don't even know if this is a word. Solidation. No, that's definitely not. That's a word. not a but word. That's yeah. fine. But it's just validation. It, it solidifies. Ah. If they lose, if they lose this weekend, it solidifies that this team uh, is not together. They're not cohesive. Mm-hmm. They're not any sort of bonded or anything like that. And to me, it solidifies 1998, baby. Remember that yeah, year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I was young. I was young. I was about 11. But yep. um, I do remember it. 11. Yeah. I was 11, 12. Mark. Go on. Yeah. Fuck but, you guys. But, I was, I was but, already but teaching. It's, but it's, it's, it's more of just like, you know, Here's here's my here's my biggest fear is that over the past couple of weeks, um, they've had such poor body language mm-hmm. and poor effort that I don't expect anything different this week. And again, damn you Ian in the comments, but the point is <laughs> the point is this team is not um this team is not mentally tough. Mm-mm. enough to overcome this type of stretch and i wouldn't be surprised if they win this weekend i wouldn't be surprised if they lose this weekend yeah that's fair it, it, it I, is. I think their 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 leadership their locker room leadership it frankly is shit and and i base that upon the 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 level of effort i see within certain position groups the wide receivers first yeah. i mean you know merrill hodge went after the tight ends this week and i'm like okay well we always knew friar couldn't block he yeah, tries right. he just right. can't right at least the effort's there he's making an effort he just sucks at it you know same with hayward he can't fucking block anybody i mean come on if you if you need somebody blocked it's starting at washington and that's the end of the list yeah and even he struggled last week eh, a little bit it happened you yeah. know i mean it, it happens to everybody yep it, it does it does um, I just I think that that Belichick is the master of of matchups, especially yeah. as a defensive coach, and he just made sure that the guy he had over there could take on Washington. 
mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. give him props for it. Yep. But yeah, I, I, I just, I look at the, at the le- effort level within the position groups and I'm, I'm not thrilled in particular with wide receiver. And, and that well, just tells the leadership level there is shit. Uh, Burner asked a question and it's a fair one because it's been talked about. Uh, will Deontay Johnson be a Pittsburgh Steeler next year, Ian? <laughs> yeah. So I said this in the chat too, cause I wasn't sure if we'd actually get not. to it. Um, but no, honestly, Omar Khan should call the Kansas city chiefs and be like, Hey, if you had Deontay Johnson on your team, you'd be running away with the number one seed right now. What are you really going to do with the 28th overall pick? How about we make a swap here? You get Deontay and you give us your first round pick. And like that's a, a trade I would take in a heartbeat. Yep. Because so would I. We've seen, I'd take 32 for him. Yep. Seen, well, yeah, that's, well, you know, I, I'm. I mean, I, that, seriously, yeah. like, I mean, I if, if the Chiefs win it, I'd yes. take their first yep. round pick yeah, for Deontay. Absolutely. Yes. I'm tired of his shit. Yes. I kind of hope and, he's not going to be around next year. And and honestly, like he could probably use a change of scenery too. This this could be like a beneficial thing for both sides that he was good when Ben was here. He can play well with an elite quarterback. Mm-hmm. Right. He's not suited to whatever the fuck we're running on offense right now. <laughs> Burner, I hope you're not watching this with your son. Burner sent me a, a DM last week. And he had our podcast on his big screen TV, and his son was sitting next to him on the floor. So, Bernard, oh, I hope God. you're not watching Wait, our show. I can't. Wait, I can't handle it, that. Isn't kind his of son jokes. an infant? It, it, still, I, right. I learned some very creative language as a very young kid at Trevor Stadium. I. So, um, yes. But yeah. at, at any rate, that's what they should do. Um, whether or not they will, I don't know. But we have seen number one receivers, AJ Brown, for example, Marquise Brown, yep. uh, get traded for later first round picks in the past. So I would not at all be opposed to calling up Kansas City and being like, "Hey, well, your receivers suck, and we have one in the last year of his deal that you can basically sign to an extension right now and do whatever you want with your cap." You're so, sure as yeah, you're nah. sure as hell not going to re up him. Ian, do you yeah. uh, do you, you allow know. any of your twelve children to watch this show? <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Okay. Okay. I was just wondering. It's it's half of that number, but no, they were they were surprised when I mentioned. Uh, I was like, you can't watch it because we swear. They're like, Dad, you cuss, and I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, a lot. Oh, <laughs> here, let me show you the clips. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, this week there's been no shortage of. Uh, criticism um <laughs> by uh in, let, let me name a few uh ben roethlisberger troy palomalu uh chris hoke um let's see who who, who hodge rip hodge him. uh with the turtle comment about the tight ends blocking trey essex uh, i think i think kiesel trey essex and and, and look a lot of times what happens is the younger crowd looks at this and goes oh it's the boomers get off my lawn blah 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 I'm sorry. I didn't really know how to win. I didn't really see or hear any comments that these guys made that I disagreed with. I agree. Uh, uh, You know, and and we all know, God love them. Ben Roethlisberger can say things at times that gets a lot of people fired up and everything. And, and he talked about maybe the traditions dying and everything else. Um, But I, I think he had a point. And then I thought Pat McAfee, who who's from Pittsburgh, never played for the Steelers, um, but man, he had a really interesting 
uh, little narrative today on his program about the generations are changing and, and maybe this Steelers just isn't the same Steelers that your dad grew up with outside three river stadium. And people are struggling with that. And, and, and I'm not saying he's right hundred percent. Um, but I think he's got a fair point, um, in, in regards to that, because there are definitely, and we see it guys on social media. We see it in the people we talk to. There really is kind of a young Steelers group and an old Steelers group. Um, and, and certainly one that kind of falls in the middle a little bit. Uh, but, but I, I, I think they see what's happening very differently at times. And, and I, I, Ian, go ahead. You... No, I'm, I'm laughing because I, I tweeted like a year ago and I keep yeah. like retweeting this, that you can definitely tell who has seen Kent Graham play quarterback and who has not, a- Absolutely, like, you know, any, or and really pick anyone you want from the time between Bradshaw and Roethlisberger, you know, Graham, Jim Miller were some of the worst, but you know, yeah, actually I would argue Mike Tomczak might've been better than the other MT Mitch Trubisky that we have now, but nevertheless, you know, you can tell who experienced that era and who basically yes. their formative years have all been Ben Roethlisberger. The other point I was going to make tonight, which I'll make now was that, you know, there was a contingent of Steelers Twitter that thought that the nine six and one year was rock bottom, and the the drama of Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell and Juju doing TikToks was the worst thing ever, and we needed to be drama free and get rid of these guys and bring in some likable players, and we'd be the most likable eight and eight team that ever existed, and. Now these people are losing their minds. Like, why can't we win games? Well, like, fuck, you got rid of three all pro players. Like, we, what we, do you we don't We don't have the fucking talent level those teams yeah. have. Yeah. These are the same people that thought that when Ben Roethlisberger retired, that the, the level of quarterback play would suddenly be improved because the guy <laughs> that they put back there was mobile. Right. That right. doesn't. A guy being able to run fucking around does not account for accuracy or decision-making, which is the two most important characteristics a quarterback can have. Way beyond, way more important than mobility. Come fucking on, people. My God. Yeah. And I tried I tried arguing with them then. They were like, no, no. And, and, eh. and, and, Imagine and this to, offense with a quarterback who can move around. It wasn't a statue. Shut the fuck up. Well, no, that's remember, that's what, well, that's what Canada's offense needs. Got to have a mobile quarterback. Everything will work fine. Especially uh-huh. a guy that went to the University of Pittsburgh. <laughs> Is that where he All right. Uh, oh. You know, and, and, and by the way, Stephen A. Smith, he, he went off. Drunk tonight, he he went off at, at Roethlisberger. Okay. And, Just and, wait. Well, hold, hold on. Let, let me comment uh, on this. Wait. Stephen A. Smith. Yes. Who gives ESPN a fuck? ESPN blowhard. But, but, well, he's, you know, claims to be a Steelers fan. Anyway, he, he, he went after Ben. He has saying, the right to be wrong anytime that, he wants to. Yeah, absolutely. But he said Ben was part of the problem because Ben stayed three years too long. You know Man, what? He's so full of shit. Maybe, maybe he did. But you a know year. who else I put he that on? a year too long. That's on Mike Tomlin. That's on Kevin Colbert. That's on Art Rooney, too. If you didn't yeah. think he was capable, then Art. you you should Ultimately, have had a conversation at, and gotten rid the, of him. At the end of the day, that's on art because Mike, absolutely, and, and Mike, he didn't want to mess with the fans. And Mike that's and why Kevin he, were like, yep. you know, we should move on. It's time. Yes, I agree. Da, 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 last year of his deal, and Ben didn't want to go. 
He thought he had more gas in the tank. Ben didn't want to didn't want to retire when he did. No, no. And and, and, and he, then... he took it. He took a nice pay cut to to stick around his last season, and mm-hmm. and play it out. You know, and you and, know, and... Uh, have his little his little glory tour that last year, because he felt like the year before he kind of left that a lot on the table because he got injured and whatever else. But right. Right. But, but, but also he's not the first, nor is he going to be the last guy that felt like he still had something left and kept playing. You see it all. The yeah. Time. Vinny, we do remember when they forced you know, Troy to retire yeah. and, and actually forcing Troy to retire was a good decision. Well, not just because, not just because of Troy's Troy's level of play, but also because he'd had, a, he'd had significant concussions yeah. And Troy was never going to stop playing the way Troy played. No. All out, all the time. Yeah. And yes, uh, Burner, you're right. Ben with a bum arm and two bad knees was still yeah. winning us games and was still a better quarterback than anybody we have in this roster now. Uh, Scarpino, have you seen any criticism of this team this week that isn't warranted? Have you seen any criticism of the team at all this week, Scarpino? <laughs> um. Sorry, I'm still finishing up Casey's Coast to Coast. <laughs> I tried to give you as long as I could. Yeah, I the know. fans I, are like, what's Scarpino doing? He hasn't added anything. I, I appreciate you. Um you know, this is this is uncharted territory for the Steelers. And I feel like I've been saying that for so many years on the show. But um, you know, the quarterback who wasn't the best leader and wasn't the best teammate is even chiming in and saying that is the Steelers way done. And, you know, part of me is like, okay, I saw up close that again, Ben wasn't the best leader or Mm -hmm. wasn't the best, you know, teammate, but he won shit and he was, and he won shit when it mattered. And he was the last connection between that uh, group that won something and didn't win anything. So, um, for for me, like for those that are like, oh, Ben's just whatever. I I don't agree with that because I'm going to tell you right now, Ben off the couch right now would have beaten the Arizona Cardinals, right? I agree. He would he would have beaten. He probably would have beaten the New England Patriots. So with no practice. Yes, yes. <laughs> and so I look Wednesday. I look at this team that I look at this team right now, and I look at them as that they're just so desperate for anything they're desperate for a spark they're desperate for some fire and you know what i don't give a shit how many you know speeches or whatever mike tomlin does there isn't enough fire or spark in that locker room to make them do anything and that that is where mike tomlin has fallen short in in these recent years because you know again is that Tomlin or is that bad drafting? I mean, you know, you know, no, no. I, I just, I, I, wanna, I, I don't I'll let Ryan recall, finish, but I have a know. point too. After I, I, I just, re- I, I just want to say this r- real quick. Is that like I'm a huge, huge Kevin Colbert supporter. He was a mentor of mine. As was Mike Kevin Tomlin. Was awesome. As was Mike. Plus years. As was Mike Tomlin, and I always want to be fair to them, but also want to put that bias aside. And I want to say this. The, the they've always portrayed it as it's a three-headed monster, three-headed mm-hmm. monster that mm-hmm. attacks it. Tomlin, Colbert, and Rooney, and Art the second. So I have no idea who picked who. Okay, but I look at like Najee, probably a Tomlin pick. Bell cow, 
fucking run the fucking wheels off of them, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know who told, I don't know who said pick Kenny Pickett. I have no idea. I have no clue whether that was all of them, one of them, two of the three, because Meatloaf said two out of three ain't bad. But the point is, get back to the point. I have no point because this team sucks. They're weak mentally and physically. No, I just you lost his point but, there. Yeah, I did lose my point, but I have no idea who drafted whom, and I can't critique the team too much because of that. Because I don't know who drafted who. I, I think it's right. it's fair to say that in particular with Kevin's last draft, that Mike Tomlin had a great deal of he had more influence than he did in previous years. Okay, what, what do you that, base that on? It just things I'm told. You know, basically, this is this is a it was it was a kind of a, a Kevin going, you know, this is my last one mm-hmm. and you're going to have to live with these guys after I'm gone. So what do you think? Let's let's give that a little more weight mm-hmm. and then let's talk about what what the scouts have put together and and what the reports are and, and you know, what what my guys opinions are of these players. Let's talk about the coaches' opinions of these players, and let's let's come together and let's let's try and figure this out. But Kev, but but, but excuse me, but Mike, you got to live with these guys after I'm gone. I'm going to be gone in two months. You know, what do you think? W- what are your feelings? Let's let's talk about that. So I can see where that's fair. But back to the point I was making before: the the failure of locker room leadership, and as as Ryan pointed out, and I think accurately the lack of desire in that locker room, the lack of desire along that, that sideline is evident and you can't coach that man. Guys have either got it or they don't. That's something that's not something you can, in my opinion, at that age, that is not something you can develop. You have it or you don't. If you were just a star. Okay. I'll give you an example. Um, Martavis Bryant. Mm-hmm. When he was playing in college, he he acknowledged it. He's like, I would just screw around all week, and I would show up on Saturday and I would ball out. Yeah, because I was because Mark he could. Yeah, and I could, and I didn't have to work at it. And we got some guys, as Minka pointed out this week, that are kind of doing the same thing. They're just they're just figuring they can just show up on Sundays, put on the black and gold, and they're going to ball out, and they don't have to work hard at their game. Well, that's a problem, and I don't recall who was I was talking to before about psych evaluations, but these guys get an awful lot of coaching pre-combine before those interviews. They're told what to say and who to say it to, with what tone of voice and everything else. There are mock interviews. There are all kinds of things going on. So in fairness, they are, you know, they they can hoodwink coaching staffs, right? But... Mm -hmm. Yes, the Steelers may have faltered there and picked some guys that that don't have the necessary mental traits, emotional traits to surpass whatever hardships they need to get past. You know, in this particular case, you got you got bad coaching on offense and some other yeah, challenges. Yeah. But they got to get past those things. And they didn't pick guys or that or they they valued physical prowess over mental toughness. One of the two. I, Either I, way, it's a draft yeah. failure. And I and I is it drafting or is it the guys they signed in free agency? Well, I mean, did they did they 
Did they sign DJ in free agency? Did they the sign Pickens in free agency? Artist. Did, I mean, uh, the, the guys they signed in free agency, I mean, they seem okay. I mean, Allen Robinson's not lighting the world on fire, but he's not any kind of a problem in terms of effort. The guy blocks hard. He works hard. Um, I, 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 actually, I, he's not a very good blocker, but he he, he works right. hard at what he's doing. You know, you know. It, it, to, to what Matt's saying here, sounds like you're only talking about Pickens and Deontay. I'm talking I think about a number of guys. But... That, that's the low-hanging fruit because they are so they were so easy to spot on the field as as doing nothing. I don't think they're the only ones. As, as much as I hate to say this because I was a huge fan of him coming out in the draft, I think yeah. you have to put DeMarvin Leal in that category because yes. the dude just cannot seem to like get a helmet. He, he or can't anything. get a helmet now. And like he can't get snaps. And... And yeah. there's a reason that guys don't get snaps, right? It's not because they're trying to play Cam Hayward 90% of the time. Like, right. they would like to put Cam on a rotation, I think, especially coming yeah. off an injury, being an older Hell guy. Yeah. Yep. But if yeah. if a guy isn't performing in practice or, you know, isn't putting in the level of effort, it's going to show in his snap count. And you look at the guys whose snap counts have gone down. I mean, they've mm-hmm. named Keanu Benton the starter at nose tackle for good reason because that kid can play. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, I was a big fan of Liao's game coming out, but he just hasn't – it just hasn't translated into the pros. And I don't know if it's effort or if it's that he's like a tweener body and can't fit at defensive end or outside linebacker. But but, but his rookie year, weren't you really inspired by that play, by that level of play? I thought he was going to fill out a little bit and become a, a, a really nice five-tech. Yeah. Yeah I, yeah, I mean, even at the beginning of this year, I thought there was, like, the, the, the steps were all positive. And then it was just – Nothing. Yeah. You know? I, I have a follow-up point on, on what yeah. Ben said, too. And I know we've talked about this on our SCB Slack a little bit, too. That uh, This is my personal feeling, so take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. But I think Mike Tomlin is a – you know, Ben made some points about what, what coaching can do versus what players can do. I think Mike Tomlin as a coach, when he came into the league, was like 38 years old. He had some players in the locker room who were only a couple years younger than him. Mm-hmm. But he came into a team that had really strong veteran leadership and right. guys in the locker room that knew how to be professionals and that would teach the young guys how to be professionals and that that would get passed on. And he didn't have to be that hard-ass coach that was like, you need to do 45 minutes of film study a day. You will eat lunch at this time. You will lift weights at this he time. He didn't have to he, be Belichick. Exactly. He, yeah. he didn't, or Coughlin or whoever else. Right. right? Another good one. He didn't have to be that guy. So... As time went on, Tomlin never really became that guy. He kind of always let the veterans run the locker room. And for better or worse, worse as it's played out, but as those veteran guys retired, that didn't get passed on as much. There's a couple guys that get it, but it's not a strong enough voice in the locker room to, to carry it through. And I think Tomlin is a really good coach of a veteran team, but right now, Someone posted the the like average ages of offenses and defenses on Twitter the other day. And like we have the youngest offense in the league by average age and the mm-hmm. second oldest defense. And it's like you see the guys on defense that get it, the Cams, the TJs, the Minkas, even JPJ, I think, kind of gets it because he knows the tradition of the team. Right. But but on offense, they don't seem like they get it at all. None of them, right? Najee's doing Zoom calls about running back salaries. He's outperformed 
you know, head and shoulders by Jalen Warren. Um, you know, you've got quarterbacks that are three backup level quarterbacks. You got wide receivers that look like they just don't care. You've got tight ends that are like two turtles humping each other. You've got <laughs> offensive linemen that can't figure out who to block where and when. And, you know, a rookie who's better than both tackles at their respective positions. He, and, and Broderick is still learning. He's going to make mistakes, but like he's a rookie. You expect that, right? Sure. He's still better than both of those guys. You've got a center who should be one of the leaders of your team who just sucks ass and can't even snap the ball back to his quarterback. Um, so, but like Tomlin doesn't seem like he does well with a young team. He it, it seems like he needs and, an environment with a veteran well, he, presence. And, and, and I he, think to get to sorry, Ryan, one last thing, but to get to Ben's point about like some of it's on the players and some, but not much is on coaching. I don't I know about not much. Fun. Tomlin's style that, of yeah, Tomlin's yeah. style of coaching, I think, doesn't do well with a very young team. Incredibly valid veteran leaders. Yep. What Melvin starts? just made a really good point, and he's correct. Yeah. Mike Tomlin's first year, he said that he was so hard on the team that yep. they didn't go as far as they could have because he coached them too hard, and so he backed off his second year, and they won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. And, and yep. but that team had so many strong veteran leaders. I mean, just look across the board, right? You had. On offense, you had Bettis. You had um, Fan. No, not Fanica. Fanica was gone by that point. But I mean, you had Bettis. You had what? Justin Hartwig at center, who had been around the league. Um, you know, uh, Max Starks at tackle, who had been around for a while. Even Heath, Ben, Heath, Max Starks, Ben, Hines, Ward. Yeah, the, Hines, I mean, and then the whole. Yeah, Hines. Yeah. I mean, my God, that's that's what yeah. we need in the wide receiver room right now is a Hines Ward. Well, yeah. I I, I want to get. Scarp's comments, but yeah, right. Ryan, Ryan wanna, had a point. I'm sorry I interrupted. Yeah, you, and I want to bring it back to something related to this. These players too. Go ahead, Scarps. No, I, I, I just think that, um, you know, I'm never going to be the person that say that says that Tomlin won with Cowers players, but you know, Tomlin inherited a team that had a lot of veteran leadership. I mean, mm-hmm. that you cannot mm-hmm. deny that. No, and man. and as we've all talked about, you know. That first Good training bets. camp, that first training camp with Tomlin, you know, he tried to gas him at training camp, and they were all like, "What the fuck are you doing, bro?" <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, like we we've we've won we've won it all with this group. Like, why are you like you know? And I get it, I get it that he's trying to establish himself, but of course, on 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 the other end of it, this is really the first two years that he's been able to establish himself. Uh, without Ben and you know last year nine and eight no playoffs this year seven and six you know we'll see what happens but I'll tell you this the offense is fucking terrible and the defense is not that much better they're opportunistic because they get turnovers but like this defense to me isn't great and it should and they're, I look at this. Look, look. There, there. I, well, I understand what you're saying, Ryan, and I, I don't disagree with you in terms of the the amount of yards they give up. However, they are they're coached to be very aggressive, which is why they get gashed. Well, so so then so then so we could talk about this all night. But did they give up the wrong? Did they let the wrong coordinator go? Fuck yes, did they, they did. Sh- yeah, oh, by they, the same token, they're the they okay. Kept- but to, to this point, <laughs> I'm just saying. To this point, they are the Pittsburgh Steelers. When are they ever going to fire a coordinator with two years left on his deal? Because well, they, not because they, not because he did a bad yeah. job, not because he did a bad job, mm-hmm. but because they're losing a coach who's really fucking good and could do the job better. 
They don't do that. That's like a Jerry Jones kind of a move. And and sometimes I, I wish there was a little right. more Jerry in art, but art is never going to fucking do that. He's never going to say, hey, we made a commitment to this guy for three years and it's been a year. He hasn't done a bad job. But by the same token, we got this other guy and we really like him better. So I've decided I'm going to divorce my wife and go and, and take the second wife because she's better and I like her better. They just don't do that. They're just that's they're, they're the Pittsburgh Steelers. It just isn't gonna. It's not gonna happen. One one of the the things I want to go back to is the the Steelers clearly made an effort to start drafting higher <laughs> personality guys, better personality guys. You know, right after the whole streak of like Martavis and some of those other questionable, mm-hmm. struggling characters. Sometimes you just need a dog. You know, you need a guy that's on the edge a little bit, and and I don't, I don't know that we have that guy. I I, I and I you need a I Joey Porter wonder. there someplace. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> you, was, you need there... you need that kind of guy, and I just don't think we have him. Or James James Harrison. I mean, even when yeah. he said nothing, he said very little. The right. way that guy played, Jesus. There was a running joke that the Steelers' right outside linebacker position was reserved for the clinically insane. <laughs> you, you had you had Porter, you, you had Greg Lloyd, you had Greg Lloyd, Lloyd Gildan, you had you Porter, had, oh Gildan, Porter, and Harrison. Yeah, after, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and, yeah. And, and that's not to take away from TJ and Highsmith, but like right. they don't play with that same insanity that those guys did. TJ's um, pretty yeah, relentless. Yeah, they, he just isn't. Yeah. He just doesn't seem no, like they he's just, that shit crazy. They just right. play with concussions and don't get taken out of the game. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, guys, we he was that. evaluated by an independent doctor, dude. That's right. on the doctor. Yeah, I, I mean that was one hell of a knee right to the okay. Okay, so that's fine. He was he was evaluated by the independent doctor. Yep. TJ Watt is the franchise, whether or not you believe that. Oh, he is. Like, do you not want him to not be? safe because he put on a fucking dark visor it started stiff and smelling salts and then all of a sudden today he's cleared to play on saturday why would he be clear to play on saturday oh maybe because because he played on because he played on thursday and he had or we have to fucking win on saturday no No big deal no 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 big deal i i honestly think that if he had been concussed on sunday as opposed to being concussed on thursday he'd be taking a week off yeah what I saved his ass, be... what saved his ass was having an extra couple of days yep. between games this week. That saved him. Yeah, and, and Highsmith, by the way, uh, we were told left that game on Thursday night with a neck injury, and it turns and he, out he too was in he cleared, protocol. He cleared protocol today. Hey, real, yep. real quick, yep. real quick. Um, the Las Vegas Raiders have 49 Suck. points right now. I just oh, wanted bullshit. to They're up 49 to 7 at home against Fuck. the LA Chargers. One of my just got shut out. Actually two of my the Chargers fucking suck. I'm sorry. Justin that, Herbert, how how can you have a quarterback? He's literally out for the year, in, but that's fine. Insanely, is he? <laughs> I didn't know that. Is he? Yes. yes. Okay, my mistake. And and, the, and right. Keenan Allen's. I mean, regardless, they have a ton, they have a when ton of was, injuries. But when I'm he just was saying. fucking healthy, they weren't winning. They are. They must be the most poorly coached team in the fucking NFL. Oh, they, he, I, he, my yes, God, Brandon Staley, yeah, Brandon. I'll Staley's be stunned talk. if he's not fired by tomorrow morning. 
My God, 49 to 7. You know what sucks about this? I have a couple of friends who are Raiders fans, and they're almost, it's just like they're a tiny step down below Cowboys fans in terms of being obnoxious. I'm going to get to hear about this shit all week long. Yeah. God damn. And and an extra two days because it's a Thursday night game. My fucking God. Right. Well, football gods sometimes are not kind. 49 points. I did not see that coming. I mean, do you need further proof that this league is week to week? I mean, they, they lose three to nothing at home, and now they're 49 points. Uh, I mean, unbelievable. It would take us three weeks to score 49 points, but so be it. You know, 49 points. But only three weeks. I can I can dream. It's 55 now, according to Johnny. Hey, fuck you, Johnny. Oh hey, Johnny, God. thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate the engagement. Just saying. <laughs> Johnny, wow. kiss my ass. You know, I can feel the love between Ben and his friends. Um, you know, th- this week with the Colts, uh, we already learned Jonathan Taylor is not going to play at running back. So I believe yeah. that we'll we'll see some Zach Moss. Um, and, and you know, he, he's I'm nice. I'm so happy not, about that. Yeah, not he's the Steelers not are good against Taylor. the run anyway. But still. well, you know, I'll tell you what is decent is the Colts' offense is not terrible. They're they're eighth yeah. in the league overall. Yeah. Um, and and look, Minshew. I've never really viewed Minshew in the last couple of years as as your traditional backup. I, I think he's a guy that's kind of like that 33rd, 34th best QB in the league type. You know, he, he can play pretty I well sometimes. Think he's better than that. He's in the top 32. Yeah, he might he, be. He just can't find a starter's gig. You know, everybody, everybody in that bottom tier is trying to look for the young guy to to try and establish a younger guy yeah. to be the guy for the future. Most yeah. teams don't go. Most teams don't go the route of the Buccaneers, where they they sign a a, a Baker Mayfield and and try and you know prove that the Browns were wrong. Most most of those teams just go, eh. Well, we need to draft a guy, right? And they stay in that position because they draft poorly. Yeah. Minshew is as Burner pointed out in the chat, not only better than anyone we have currently, if. The Steelers signed him in free agency and let Mitch walk away. He would be an instant folk hero here just for his mustache. Yinzers would love him. If we, signed, if we had signed Gardner Minshew instead of Mitch Trubisky, Yinzers would have loved him. I, I think we should sign Minshew or we no, should sign fucking it. Baker or I don't know. I can think of a handful of guys we should start and let Trubisky fucking walk because he's overpaid. Yeah, he'll, he'll he's fuck. gone. Rudy should be gone. I, I, I mean, I don't. I'm not sold on the fact that Trubisky's gone. I don't think he is. Really? You know, it, I, it's. I, funny. I think they like him. I mean, he, how well did he play last week? Trubisky well, played like no, no. I mean, he had yeah, one Trubisky. pick. He should have had three picks. Uh, exactly. I mean, and Tomlin said he got better as the game wore on, and criticized bro, the defense. I get. Him. Listen, listen. I get the criticism of the, of the defense because. Honestly, they're a more buttoned-up unit than the offense, and yeah. so Tomlin has probably has higher expectations of the defense. But by the same token, not to acknowledge the offensive struggles—what the fuck, Mike? Come on! Yeah, you, you know, um, I I don't know what the fuck, fuck you, Johnny. That is that is that is fucking sacri- oh My God. Okay. Sacrilege. Sacrilege. Let it go. I'm going to let this go. Ben, (laughs) do your thing. I'm done. Um, You know, I I would say, I would say that, um, 
you know, for Tomlin, for Tomlin to be like, oh, Mitch got better as the game went on. I don't disagree with what he's saying because, you know, he had a touchdown and he had a, had a rushing touchdown. But like, I want to be clear that the Patriots are fucking dog shit. Like there's, <laughs> and I don't think Belichick, I, Belichick isn't tanking. He's not tanking no. and he will be a head coach somewhere next year. Yes, he will. Right? Because he wants Shula's record. But the fact that like they came out so flat once again against Bailey Zappy or Bailey Zappa or Bailey Zapp, whatever. I don't really Frank know. Frank Zappy? Yeah. You know, Frank Zappa and the mothers were at the best place around. Hashtag deep purple machine head. <laughs> Smoke on the water. But the point is <laughs> somebody, somebody, please, somebody, please TikTok that. I need that in my life. But the point well, is Aaron's not here. We got to get him on it. The point is like, you know, they like they are just constantly so flat out the gate. It's ridiculous. And like, I'm not saying they have to come out seven nothing every time, but like, no, a zero's like. This team, based on how they perform on offense, a right. zero zero after each team has a possession is a win for me. I'm just like, all right, zero zero. It's better than it's better than zero three or zero seven. And they're just, oh my god, they're so flat. Do, do you guys, uh, Ian? Do you blame George Pickens for being pissed off? No, not at all. If you were the physically or the physical alien that is George Pickens, that can make these kind of plays mm -hmm. and got four targets, none of which were deeper than five yards down the field. Like he has a right to be angry. Like just throw up the damn ball to him. Just throw. They should be throwing four go routes to George Pickens every game at a minimum, just to see what the fuck happens. Like, I don't know. It, get, get a pass interference. It can't be, it can't be worse. Right. Right. Like, right. And they do the, they, and if it's a pick, have, it might as well be a punt, right? I have, I have railed about this for years, and this goes to drafting. This goes to offensive play calling, offensive play design, all, all that stuff. The teams that are successful, like the 49ers, let's say, scheme plays to put their players in positions to be successful. But also, when you draft players – you can't just go out and draft dudes anymore, right? And, and I think towards the end, Kevin Colbert was kind of just like, I'm going to just draft dudes, right? Yeah. You either have to draft guys that fit the system you want to run, which is something the 49ers actually for a while did pretty well at running back because they yeah. had that like revolving door of anyone yeah, can like play running guys. back for the 49ers and found like Eli Mitchell in the sixth round the year we picked Najee Harris in the first round. So you either have to find guys that fit your scheme or – you adapt your scheme to fit the guys you have. And we have done neither. We've mm -hmm. just gone out and drafted dudes and been like, here's our scheme. Come in and try and run it, right? Which is why, like, Jalen Warren's been better than Najee Harris because we haven't put together a scheme to accentuate Najee's talents. We And same with the wide receivers. It's like, let's throw go balls to Deontay Johnson, whose hands are inconsistent and... <laughs> You know, he's good at getting separation in tight spaces, but we're yeah. going to send him on a go route where he's got to like go get a jump ball and he's five foot 10. And we're going to have George Pickens, who's six foot two, 
you know, run these short and, and routes. Can jump out of the gym who's long. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. And has these long ass arms. Like it's stupid. They're they're just like I don't know. They're they're it's just they're stupid. They're, it's so maddening. And yeah, to go back to what Ben Roethlisberger said on his podcast, and then what McAfee said on his show. Mm-hmm. You know, McAfee made the point of like. Oh, they've got these plays that have the same names as they did in the 1990s so that the veterans can come back and talk to the current guys. Yeah, they're pretty much running the same damn offense. I was at the Cardinals game and we watched them warm up three times because of the rain delays. And one of the dudes sitting next to me was like, you know, they've been doing the same damn warm up since the 1990s. And I was like, shit, you're right. They do the same friggin' thing before every game since. I've been going to games since I was five years old in like 1991. Like it's the same routine. They do the same thing. You know, it's, it's they They do the same warm up. They, they run the same yeah. things. They they're going to come out. They're going to run their little short yardage goal line. Then they're going to go kick a field goal. Then they're going to go into, you know, they're going to go into the locker room and it's, the same thing on offense, right? They, they run, they're basically haven't changed the offense. I mean, there's been some tweaks. Yeah, but, but McAfee yeah. made a really interesting point. He said the Steelers are basically the the college football equivalent in the yeah. NFL. You know, they're they're the guy, the team where the guys from the the old days can walk into the building no problem. They can talk to the current players because the terminology hasn't changed much, especially defensively. You know, he made a lot of very valid points on it. And and I'm not suggesting that you got to completely throw all that out the window by any stretch. But, but, you know, real quickly, I just want to respond to one point that Ian made, you know, that that George Pickens had a right to be angry. He doesn't. He doesn't. This thing I is agree, bigger. Benjamin. This this thing this thing is bigger than than one fucking guy getting opportunities to 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 it, score it, to it get is. to to rack up stats. It's about the team. He doesn't have a right to be fucking angry. That's that's insolent fucking behavior, and he he should man up and make suggestions. I'm not saying he shouldn't he shouldn't speak mm-hmm. up to the coaches, to his quarterback, to the guys in the building. Should he be talking to the fucking media about it? No, he shouldn't. No. He should shut the fuck up. I, I, I agree with that. But but I think, too, that when you have that level of talent and you know you can help the team win and you're not being given the opportunity to help them win. But show me a wide receiver get... who played unselfishly when he was that talented ever. And, and, uh, not, yeah, named, I mean, not named Larry Fitzgerald. So, yeah. so Rice. Okay. All right, fine. Those two, that's it. The end. End of list. <laughs> no, I, I think here's here it is. I think Pickens has every right to be frustrated, but I can also say, don't act like an asshole. Yeah. Well, yeah. I would also I would also I, say too. I would also say too. Get your fucking feet in bounce against the Titans, and we have a fucking two score victory right? for once in fucking like, every. Look like, at how much like, fucking space he had. All he and, did was drag and, his toe. And 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 fucking and, asshole. And, and like like. <clears throat> I, I, I'm going to say this. Gone. I don't give a shit. I think George Pickens is the most overhyped stealer of my lifetime. He has done, he has done minimal and I don't give a shit who the quarterback hey, what about is. Catch of the week, Ryan. He had yes, catch exactly. Of the, week. the fucking guy has catch of the week at week three. It's catch of the year. It's catch of the, shot the fuck up. I'm, I'm being real right now. Like, like none of that shit matters. I don't give a shit how many fucking fantastic catches he has. 
He's a loser. He is. All of the, this whole fucking team is a bunch of losers that have never won anything. And you know what? All the fans of this team who are a bunch of losers comment on what Roethlisberger said, even though Roethlisberger was a winner, regardless of how you fucking paint him. Whatever paint you want to paint, paint the barn red, paint the barn blue. I don't give a shit. Bottom line is nobody on this team has ever won anything. And George Pickens could bitch all he wants, but he is nothing more than a catch of the week guy right now. His routes are shit. He fucking can't get his feet in. And I don't care what anyone says. Huh? Yeah. You know okay, Matt. Okay, Matt you know, Smith. He's the best I, wide receiver since we ever I, had since AB. What you, did AB? Here's the hey, Matt Smith. We don't really know how good he can and be. And hey, Matt he Smith. Never gets the chance. And hey, Matt That's, Smith. Yeah. What did AB ever fucking win? I just want to know. What did AB ever win? With the, he won a Super Bowl. Oh, Tampa did he win it with us? No, did he win it with us? Did he win with us? He won a bunch of individual soul. offers. Did he? Did he win it with us? To the Raiders and. All right, oh, Ryan. Or did he or did he sell his soul to get rid of us and then get rid of the Raiders and then go play with the goat? Yes, and then when he yes, played with the goat, yes, and then when he, he played with the goat. Things. Hey, hey, Matt Smith, you listen to me. Look at that camera, baby. When, okay, hey, Matt down, Smith. Dude. Matt Smith. Scarps hey, has what? had some drinks. Yeah, I yeah. did. Hey, Matt Smith. We probably shouldn't. What? We probably shouldn't push Ryan's buttons. That's true. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, Ryan. Just the saying, last playoff game. What we did he won. do? He sold his soul. To get to the goat, and then he shit on the goat. Go, go the, ahead, Ian. I know where you're going. The last playoff game that this team has won. <laughs> Melvin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! All right, Mel- Melvin. Melvin stole the show. I can't even make my point. Self taught. No lessons. Pop. Those of you, those of you listening to the show. Oh my god! Mel- Melvin just. Said okay, Scarps is the drunk uncle at the wedding with the mic. <laughs> Whatever, I don't give a shit. That's fine. Call me, call me whatever you want, but like, oh AB God. didn't win shit with this team. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I yeah, all right, I will make this point then. The last playoff game that we won, we had a a third down with two minutes left in the game, and we threw the ball. Who made the catch that got the first down that ended that game in Kansas City? What? Uh, <laughs> the last playoff the game this team won. Who made the catch that sealed the game? Xavier Grimble. It was AB. AB. It was AB. Oh, oh, so cool. It was That's it awesome. was it was on the sideline, and people were bitching that he went out of bounds, but I was right. like, there was a minute 50 left, right. and Kansas City didn't have any timeouts, so we just kneeled it out after that. But yeah, it was AB right. did AB AB was amazing until he lost his mind. AB so, was yeah. an incredible physical talent who was always who was also a selfish fucking asshole and still is. AB actually Matt Smith? <clears throat> no, he's no. Not. Matt Smith can Scarf. type in complete sentences. It is definitely not That's AB. Fair. That's, That's fair. right. That's fair. That's right. All right. Yeah, we, do, we actually do. My bad. We do know who Matt Smith is. I apologize. Yeah, we do. We do. I don't. It's, it's it's Kenny Pickett. We love all of you Shut in the up. chat. Thank you for joining us. Thank you all show. for joining us. Yes. yes. Even those of you who push Scarf's buttons and, 
and then there are lovely comments afterwards, including I can't wait. I can't Scarf's wait own comments and the comments on the chat are fucking priceless. Oh yeah, my god! You guys brought the A games tonight. Woo, that was so good. Who brought about their C game? But <laughs> this show's oh, gone off the rails. Man. Can I make a point? I know I've talked a lot, but go ahead. All right. So th- this Continue. is something that I've been annoyed by and then i actually looked up the stats i'm like holy shit so uh, at heinz field quote unquote the pittsburgh steelers were 130 51 and two so they had like a 71 percent winning percentage when it was heinz field since the name has changed to acrisure stadium they are eight and eight at home which is a 50 percent winning percentage so that's like 21 percent lower they suck at home. Like they just lost two games yeah. to two win teams at home. Like, remember when it was hard to win at Heinz Field? When, yeah. when and I'm not saying it's an Acrisure Stadium thing. I know there was a quarterback change. The team I think it's different. all about you, Ian. Weren't you there? It's pretty much your fault. Yeah. No, I wasn't at the Patriots game. Were you um, were you not cheering loud enough? I, I was at the Cardinals game. I wasn't at the I'm Patriots thinking you game. weren't cheering loud hey, we enough. We won in my appearance this year, so that, that's, that's not on true. me. That's true. But the last two years, they have stunk at home. They have been really bad. And Ian's fault. Part of it, I think, and I'm just going to throw this out there, is the fans rightfully have been booing the shit out of this team because they suck so bad. Like, you could hear it on TV on Thursday night against the Patriots Pretty much the whole first half, they oh, were getting yeah. booed off the oh, field yeah. on offense. Yep, and they're actually better on the road the last two years. The last two years, they're eight and six on the road and eight and eight at home. Well, which granted, they could go lose two road games and then be eight and eight. And, 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 and but, remember too you know, that those fans that go to those road games, uh, unlike what the networks say, oh, the Steelers travel well. No, those aren't people traveling. Those are people that live in those areas exactly. and want to go see the Steelers, and they're fired up whether we're winning or losing. They don't care. So, Ian, your point is 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 on point. The, the Steelers yeah, that, freak. Steelers freak. I would just like to point out that fired sticks, up. Is a, is a, is a, sticks is a Chicago band, not even a fucking Pittsburgh band. It is I have no idea how this seven with ten minutes left in that game. Holy shit! And they and they. The Steelers travel also well on the suck? road. Yeah, like you what? said, oh. the Steelers travel well on the road because oh. the Steelers fans live in other states. It's that simple. The yeah. Steelers actually travel better on the road than they do at home. Yeah. I, I, I'm telling you, and you, Ian can you, speak you to, to be this better than travel. me. What are you talking about? This no, year, the away like, fans at Steelers games this year has been unbelievable. So, so not in a good and, way. Anytime Steelers fans are like, oh, we're going to take over that stadium. Yeah, you take over road stadiums better than you do home stadiums, which is weird. <laughs> <to me. laughs> okay, that's fair. That's, yeah. you know, like you have games like the 49ers game. That shit was fucking that was embarrassing. embarrassing. Yeah, that, that was, was fucking yes. embarrassing. Yeah. Steelers yes. fans selling their tickets for a home opener so the 49ers can come in and take over. What kind of yep. fucking bullshit was that? Well, and that was like that kind of set the tone for the season. Not gonna lie, yeah. that yeah. was some bullshit. It was, it was. That was bad. But, but I think, it, I, I don't know. And maybe it gets back to the whole point of like this team doesn't have dudes that care. West Coast dude, huh? Or didn't know that. Yeah, he's from Vegas. He said that before on the on the chat. Oh, I I don't read all the chat comments. Yeah. I mean, I read a lot of them. <laughs> 
some of them are so goddamn funny. I got to stop and I, I, I yeah. miss some stuff. But it's no, no. But I, I think the broader point, though, is like that this this team is bad at home. But yeah, they're getting booed by the fans, but they fucking deserve it because they suck. Like you got to come out with some effort and show that you care when you're playing in front of your home fans. You can't go spot the two win New England Patriots three touchdowns in the first half. Right. Like right. You, and come out and put up three points on the board. Like you just can't do that shit. And it's, it's frustrating. And I, I completely understand why the home fans are pissed and why they're booing. Like if I would have been there, I would have been booing too. They were, they were horrible. And, and it's reflective of the effort, but I mean, is it, is it kind of this repeating cycle that like the, the team sucks the fans boo them, then they feel bad about right. themselves, so they suck more, then they get booed more, and it's just this it's these compounding mistakes that happen. And I'm not I'm not saying that the fans are not justified to boo because this team sucks. They yep, deserve they to get been. booed. Yeah. But maybe that's also why they play better on the road than at home, because they like it's demoralizing to get booed by your home fans. Well, but maybe they should come out and yeah. fucking play better too. Like, oh yeah, you know. it's fascinating to me. They come out during the introductions, you know, like house on fire, and then all of a sudden it's just like pfft, nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I it, it's it's frustrating. Um, I, Melvin, we're, this, not, we're not eighties level sucking, Melvin. Don't, no, I don't think we're there. Don't even don't even speak that shit out into the universe, please. I don't think we're there, but that, I think that, that was awful. We could be. So Aiden O'Connell tonight has 241 passing yards and four passing touchdowns. Is that because the Raiders are so much better at scheme and coaching than the Probably. Steelers? Oh, so, I mean, I'm, not, I'm, I'm just I saying. Think what, I think what you're saying is he's got better stats than Kenny Pickett. No, what no, I'm what saying, I, what I'm saying straight up is the Steelers set the bar pretty low for the way they scheme the fucking offense. It's ridiculous. Okay. Well, and I'm I'm not going to make excuses for our players who are not good. I'm sorry, as a group, that they're just not that talented. And and they don't some of them don't play fucking hard. But the Steelers scheme sucks straight up. It is bullshit. To not to not try to, to make to make some kind of enhancements to that scheme over the last three weeks. Come on, man. Really? You could have installed something better than this. Just like a handful of something. Some package is a little bit better than the fucking bullshit you put out every week. No. Come on. It's, it's why, why do that when you could just make Canada the scapegoat the rest of 2023? Yeah, because Canada does, does suck. It, 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 and that's that's sad. Sad but true. It, it, it is. Um I I don't know about you guys, but I and, and I realize the talent and everything else too. But you know, I, I I watch a team like San Francisco and some of these other offenses, and and it's just I get jealous, and and it's not even because they are successful; it's because they're at least trying to be innovative. They're trying to be creative. They're trying to oh, here's something, get the ball into the hands of their best players. You know, I, I just watch these games and I think, oh my God. And and that to me, that's where I just get more and more frustrated with this. Um, but I I I mean look they've, they've had a little mini buy here. The Colts are on a five day rest. We're on a nine day rest. I, I don't see any excuses this week. None. 
Um, for, we didn't have for an them. excuse last week or the week before. No, I, I know for we did. I know we didn't. And and this team I, has I'm been just, out of excuses for three weeks. But I'll tell you what, I think Ian's point about home and away, if we come out and play well and win this game on Saturday, that gives even more uh, credibility yeah. to that argument. Uh, you know? This team is just so, as Ryan pointed out earlier in the podcast, they're so unpredictable. You yeah. know, I wouldn't be shocked if they came out and, and won this game by 20. And I also wouldn't be shocked if they came out and got blown out by 30. Right. So. So, when's the last time they won a game by twenty? Like that Shut would up. actually. No, see, I would be shocked. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I wouldn't. I by, wouldn't you know. be shocked only because this team isn't that good. The team they're playing, I, the Colts. They're, they're, not they're to say not, the Steelers are good. They're, but they're the, not. The team that they're, they're playing is just they're I, just not that. But they're good. in a shit division. They still have playoff opportunities, just like we do. Uh, I, I love how I love how you all say they're in a shit division. They're the same fucking record as we do. And well, like, I'm not talking about record. I'm saying division because how is that? How is that a shit division? Well, because you you've got a team in Jacksonville that's lost what two in a row now and is sitting uh, what one game ahead. I think of of if Houston the Steelers. And... If the Steelers were in the same division, would he call it a shit division or would he call it a competitive division? I'm just being. Well, I I'm wouldn't just call being... no, no, Ryan. I wouldn't call, call it, it competitive because look at you got Cleveland at eight and five. You got Cincinnati at seven. Seven and six is the bottom of the barrel in the North. I mean, in the Not AFC yet. South, you still got uh, Tennessee's yet. got what four wins, five wins? No. Six and seven. What? I thought Tennessee oh, they were four and eight going into that Miami game. Were they? All right, they whatever. Five, okay, yeah. I've had Drake's. The point is, yeah. the point is, why are we why are we downing the Colts to to? I'm not downing them. Okay, I'm okay. Saying they got All I'm saying is, it's a battle of two mediocre teams, and okay, one absolutely. of them may rise to the occasion. As the kids okay. say, they're mid. May okay. not. It could I'm also say, be. It could also be a six to three game. Who yeah. fucking knows? Right. Anything could happen. If you would have told could me, win by twenty, they could right. lose by twenty. It could be a six to three game where it's one score, and in those yep. games, we probably have a better chance than if it was a high scoring Ooh. game. To be perfectly hey, that, frank, that that Thursday night game starting to get interesting. It's sixty three fourteen now. Hey, let's just uh, say hypothetically, the Steelers. Do win this game by 20, 21 points. Are we talking Super Bowl again on Steelers Twitter? Yes. Some will. Some will. We are. Yeah, everything's clicking now. It's going to happen. Don't you wait. They're making a run. Just like 2005. (laughs) Before I get to predictions, how would you guys classify the young versus old Steelers fans on social media? The young ones are dumb as fuck. <laughs> that includes you two at the bottom there. See that? And that's the why older I, ones. I, I asked this question. That's this bullshit because we all fuck fucking you guys. agree. <laughs> fuck you guys. And the other, the older ones have seen enough over a long period of time that they kind of go, okay, you know, at some point here, I got a little bit overhyped with this, and so now I got to take a step back See? and kind of scrutinize my opinions before I spout off and say something fucking stupid. I believe that a judge would have smacked me down for asking a leading question there. Uh, you knew where I was going to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> this is why, yes, this is why you asked it. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. 
Like uh, I said earlier, you can tell the people that saw Kent Graham play quarterback. That, and, yes. Yes. Absolutely. I'm going to tell you this right now. You know you're old. I'm going to tell you. Here's again. You know you're old when Ben Roethlisberger makes a comment about this team and the I fans know. are like, fuck that guy. What did he ever do? Right. You know what I mean? That's, right. how, that's when you know you're <laughs> right. old. Right. That's when you know you're old. Whoa, whoa, what did he ever do? By the way, does anyone think Ben know, col- colors rich. his beard? I think he's what? coloring his beard. What are you talking about? Roethlisberger. Man. Oh, yeah. Hey, well, a bunch of white men in that football about... podcast. Ah, I really I... wish my beard was gray. Like, Mark's oh. beard is cool. It's gray. I have white in my beard. That fucking Shimmer. sucks. White's Shimmer. not cool. Gray is like, got, like chrome. I've got like one little bit of like grayish white hair over here on the side of my mustache, and it sucks. Funny part is, I, I'm 72. I, I wish it was gray. The guys should have gray in their beard. I'm like, you fuckers. I'm so jealous. Uh, Let's get to predictions before we get too far off topic. We have a game this week, don't we? Yeah, we do. We play on Saturday, 430, and uh, everybody's favorite play-by-play guy, Rich Eisen's going to call the game. He's probably going to lecture all Steelers fans about how dumb we are for even suggesting that Mike Tomlin not be the head coach next year. Tomlin's not going to get bounced. No, he's not getting bounced, but but Rich Eisen, just, just shut up. I, I mean, he can't wait to hear how lucky guys. we are to have Tomlin oh every God. quarter. I, I, Sweet. Hey, anyway, did you guys, did you guys ever know that Mike Tomlin has n- never had a losing season? I don't know if you knew. I that. haven't <laughs> heard that. I've heard this, okay. but uh, I will research this question tomorrow. And and again, where does that always come from? The national media people—they're the ones that Steelers bring Twitter. It up. I. I it's the national media Taylor people. Twitter. Always, Mike Tomlin, to his credit, has never said it once. He's never nope. talked about it. And when Correct. he's asked about it, you know what he says? I don't care. Yes. <laughs> I am. I, I, I want to win this game. I want to win games. I want to win championships. I, I want to win this game. This I really don't yes. care about that. I want to win this game this week. Yes. And and I, I, I love Mike Tomlin to death. But my God. Just, just stop with the – anybody can be replaced. Well, Steelers anybody. Twitter loves that. Well, I'm just saying. Anyway. And anybody uh, cannot be replaced. What, happened if they, what happens if they hired a Brandon Staley? Anything's to do possible. what? He was, he was not a bad defensive coordinator when he was a coordinator. To right. be a head he coach, he, he was a good. He was a good defensive coordinator, and he obviously interviewed well or he wouldn't have the fucking job. And, 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 and by the way, the Colts are coached by a rookie head coach who was with the Eagles last year. We've already lost to one rookie head coach who coached with the Eagles last year in the guy who I still don't know his name in Arizona. What? Don Henley. Don yeah. exactly Don Henley and and Don uh, Hen- Glenn really Fry name? is his quarterback's coach. Are you really right, making that up? What? No. Ominous no. Dominus. Uh, Ian, give me a prediction. Colts oh. hosting the Steelers, 4.30 p.m. on Saturday, boys and girls, Saturday. I have 39 texts that I haven't read yet. Jesus fucking Christ. I don't get what that many in a month. You? You're like Taylor Swift. <laughs> what the fuck is uh, wrong with you people, Johnny? You know, what the fuck? I tried to go a full show without her, but oh well. That's my fault. Still sorry, sorry, Scarps. That's all right. I've got people in the chat commenting about how young I am, so it's all good. Um, (laughs) Ian, are you actually hold it? Ian, are you younger than me or no? I was born in '86, so I'm. I think I'm a year older than you. I'm the fucking youngest. Yeah, this is amazing. 
How old are this you? This is amazing. How old are you? I, I'm 36. You're 36? I'm 37. Yeah. 36, Holy 37. shit. But you know what? I'm 36 and saw Kent Graham play football. So <laughs> yeah, he's, he's 36 in dog years. Uh, Ian, what's your prediction? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, oh, fuck. Like, this, this just feels like the kind of game that Mike Tomlin pulls out of his ass. And we talked about this with the Ravens game earlier this year, right? Yes. That, like, they looked like shit against the Texans, and then somehow they come back and beat the fucking Ravens. That like, there's no reason this team should have beat the Ravens. Drop passes, and drop passes, yep. and all that. But like, yep. this just seems like a game where I don't know if they get some turnovers or what happens. We always seem to play well in Indianapolis, which yep. is weird. Although I will say. I don't want to put this on him because he's been our offensive MVP. Chris Boswell? Boswell in domes is not as good as he is outside. Boswell's actually a lot better kicker outside than he is in domes. Like, Uh, he he has missed some weird kicks in domes in his career. Yeah, you're Um, right. And it makes no sense. But makes no damn sense. Compels me though. Uh, I feel like that's that's the meme for the whole Steelers season. It's like, it makes no damn sense. But it compels me, though. Um, but this team is just playing like shit right now. And they really need to, like, circle the wagons. And <laughs> I... <laughs> I only have six children. Not that many. Um, only 12 kids so far yeah. in the All McMeans right. brood. Anyway. Yes. Okay. I got to get around to a prediction here. I, I feel like this is just some kind of game that we pull out of our I feel our like ass this is a recurring now. theme where you talk for a long, long time before your prediction, and then you make a prediction. Yes. All right. I'm going to go Steelers 20, Colts 16. All right. Is, is my pick. I, I do think Minshew is better than all three of our quarterbacks. Jonathan Taylor's not playing. Zach Moss is still pretty good. The Colts have an aggressive cover three defense that they run that does like to get picks and take them back to the house. Um, If we actually had an offensive staff that could scheme a way to beat a cover three defense, instead of just being like, we're going to run four verticals all day and see if you can stop it, Uh, you know, whatever, which, you know, it's like they're playing NCAA football 14. It's like, yeah, I'm going to run four verticals because there's no defense in this this game that can stop this. But unfortunately, they're playing in the NFL, not a college football video right, game. Right. So we'll see. Um, right, but but yeah, to... I'll go Steelers 20 to 16. All right, Ben, what do you got? I got uh, I got the Colts 6 to 3. 6 to 3? Now, yep. I a week ago, I would have said that's nuts. They're playing inside, but then the Raiders just lost three to nothing. In My the God. Game, so, Six uh, to three. Yeah. All right. Uh, Scarps, what do you got? Might be wrong. I, yeah, it could happen. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I... Uh, I... I. Yeah, I, I don't know what to think about this team anymore. I really don't. Um I, I fully believe that this team has quit and they're done. And that's why I'm going 23-16 Colts. Hater. Excuse me. I You know, I, I really want to think that way. 
there's 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 a part of me that does that that says they've quit. Doesn't matter what Tomlin says this week. Doesn't matter what is said in those meeting rooms. But it would be just like Mike Tomlin to keep this damn thing interesting right till the bitter end. So give me the Steelers. 17-14. Well, one score yep. game. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's going to be one score. There's no way either team is beating the other by more than one score. I, I don't. Yeah, the Steelers yeah. win by 21. Yeah. Well, I'll be wrong I'll be, and I'll be, I'll be okay with that. Jig afterwards. I would love to be able to watch a Steelers game again where I can breathe in the second half. That would be <laughs> thrilling. Right? Absolutely thrilling. Where you're not going, why the fuck do I do this to myself? Right. Every fucking week. Uh, is Casey Kasem available? Constantly and continuously. Ladies and gentlemen, live from his grave in Hollywood, California, it's yes, Casey yeah. Kasem. Hey, Pino, how many how many younglings have you had since? Oh, it's been started? a long day, boys. <laughs> it's been a long day. Casey's coast to coast, American top forty. <clears throat> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the week that was December fourteenth, nineteen seventy eight. Before this week's dedication, I'd like to address something. My performance over the past couple of weeks has been below the line. You see, my voice has actually been a tad bit higher than in our original programming. I know exactly why. First and foremost, I am dead. Secondly, <laughs> artificial intelligence can only do so much to recreate my voice. However, that's no excuse. I will improve, and I will, because this is what we do, and this is who we are. Wow. Mike Tomlin is full of shit. Now, let's get back to this week's letter. Our favorite correspondent, Ryan, is back with us again this week, and he writes, Dear Casey, First, we was partners. Then you traded. You a hoe for that. That's, of course, the lyrics to Money Man's Trading Places. Speaking of trading places, Mike Tomlin could be on his way to Washington, oh, according to Jay Glazer. For those of you that don't know, Mike Tomlin and Jay Glazer are very close, so there's no way this was a coincidence. Tomlin has gone from calling other teams nameless gray faces to his own team being nameless gray faces, and he's also gone from calling it elevator music to actually being elevator music. That's right. Mike Tomlin is Richard Marks circa 1987. <laughs> he peaked with his self-titled album, but he should have known better. <laughs> with the news this week that Bill Belichick and the Patriots will part ways at the end of the season, how can you continue to justify that Mike Tomlin is the guy? The last time I checked, Tomlin didn't have six Super Bowls. So why does a guy that hasn't won it all since 2008 get a pass? It's almost like Yins have double vision. Well, Ryan, you're in for a treat. Before we get to the next song, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. Falling 12 spots this week to number 29. Here's Foreigner off their album, Double Vision. Whoop, excuse me. Off their album, <laughs> Double Vision. Here's Double Vision. Ladies and gentlemen, that's double vision. 
Uh, not to be Which confused is, with double vision. Yeah, here's a guy that wrote enough. this. Here's a guy that wrote this Casey during the show. Thank you very much. <laughs> double vision is also what Ryan has had all night. Yeah, no shit. Well, since about about two thirty this since afternoon. About two thirty this afternoon. Oh god, no, that's good. Good. Also, stuff. so if anyone listening to the show is actually going to Indianapolis for the game this week. Do not go to the White Castle in Indianapolis. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Ryan and I have both been there on separate occasions. I, I'll turn it you over. You may to or Ryan. may not get shot when you're going to that White Castle. <laughs> really? I'm just that saying. Bad? But if you need some, if you need some sliders, belly bombers, as we, we used to call belly bombers, belly bombers, it is worth the risk. But you might die. I'm just saying. Right. You have to walk under railroad tracks like across this stream and somehow you wind up in this parking lot where there's this white castle there may be drug deals happening in that parking lot and you know Listen, why didn't you we're not here fox for schematics you know <laughs> why didn't you dumb fox drive over there ben have you ever gone to a white castle sober no also, that, that, have, you ever, answer. have you ever been sober in Indianapolis and said, I'm going to take a fucking taxi or Uber to the White Castle? Like, yes, what's the fun in that? that? I <laughs> have. I uh, True story. Several times have gone through the drive through in a Uber or taxi and bought the driver food it, while I was, I was like, hey, you want anything while we're up here? You know, man. the fact that 19 people are still listening and watching this program right now is. is, is How do you know there are 19 well, I can see it on my screen. Because he calls God. Oh, yeah. Special. Oh, God. I can't tell how many people. Uh, anyway, for White Castle and these three guys, uh, we're hitting on out of here. Make sure you check out the website, steelcityblitz.com. And check out us out on our socials on Facebook, Instagram. Hey, even Tickety Talk, kids. Uh, that's right. We're <laughs> hip. Uh, and Twitter, of course, too. But uh, for these guys, don't forget. Steelers 4:30 on Saturday. And hey, go Steelers. Ravens suck. I'm hammered. Really? <laughs> <laughs>